tuned in to David Essel Live, America's positive radio talk show, broadcasting live out of Studio E in Los Angeles, California. Proud to be part of the iHeartRadio network, Clear Channel premiere, the whole gang. Yes, we are here and happy. 1-800-548-TALK. 1-800-548-TALK. Every Saturday, 6 to 9 Eastern, 3 to 6 Pacific. And don't forget, coming up in a couple minutes, as a matter of fact, we have Dr. Bernie Siegel back. Now, I had Bernie on when I was with Westwood One in the 90s. I had Bernie on then. And I'm going to tell you a brief story about the first time I saw him speak. And he'll, he'll probably be able to tell me the exact date and play. It was in, it was in, uh, Wisconsin, and it was at a wellness conference, and it was in the 80s, I believe, and I was speaking and teaching a breakout session on stress management, and Bernie Siegel, Dr. Bernie Siegel, was the keynote address speaker at that conference, and I wish I could remember, Stevens Point, that was it, Stevens Point, I'm amazed that I remembered that, Stevens Point, Wisconsin, and, uh, and I remember he said... And it was the first time I had ever heard a doctor say this. And he did it quite emphatically. And, and, and by the way, before I go any further, he's the author of the newest of his books, The Art of Healing, Uncovering Your Inner Wisdom and Potential for Self-Healing. But here he is on stage, and there was all these wellness professionals in front of him. And he started talking about don't listen to a doctor who tells you you have X amount of months to live or X amount of years to live or X amount of whatever because you have a certain condition. And I remember watching him going, this is amazing. This is so important. This is so critical. And from that moment forward, uh, he has been one of the leaders in helping patients to see the power that they have to help themselves to heal. Bernie, welcome back to the show. Thank you. And I remember yes. Stevens Point, Wisconsin. Yes. I mean, I don't Do remember you... all the details, but I remember <laughs> being there. Because, yes. you know, one of the things I had fun doing, and I learned from it. You know, we thought, yeah. I want to go speak in every state. So wherever we'd get an invitation, we'd go. But right. part of what I had to learn was it's a lot different talking to somebody in Montana than in Manhattan, you know, in New York yeah. City. Um, yeah, because yeah. their personalities are different. They, you know, right. who who knows their doctor, who doesn't, et cetera. And, and so I learned mm. again how much difference it made. Uh, what kind of community you lived in, whether the doctor knew you as a person. They, they all mm. these things affected survival behavior. I always remember yeah. the oncologist in Montana telling me, "Sure, we have a, you know a better than the national average survival statistics here." And it really was because family was treating you. Oh, you know, and, and it's not you. just family. I mean, it's not just disease. I had my car yeah. break down on the West Side Highway in uh, New York City. A car full of kids. The cops went by waving, we'll send somebody. They never right. stopped. They didn't ask me if I'm okay with the children, you know. And so a while later, a tow truck shows up. Your car breaks down in the middle of nowhere in Montana or Texas. I mean, and this really happened. My brother-in-law is a mechanic. You'll come to our house for dinner. <laughs> right, I'll give him the right. car. He'll fix it. When he's done, you know, we'll bring it back. Yeah. I mean, you know, they don't even know me, and I'm right. invited to dinner. <laughs> and so uh, nice. my brother-in-law will take care of the car. And, and it's the same <laughs> with illness. That, yeah. well, one more. Uh, and don't let me forget. Well, I better say it ahead of time. You know, you're being a life coach. That's one of the terms that I love. 
life mm. coach and love warrior, that you look for coaches to help you perform better. And, you know, the coach can be critical of your behavior, but they're not telling you you're a bad person. You know, it's right. not about rejection and indifference and abuse. It's being coaching. And the love warrior was literally, because I was reading an article saying you can be a warrior, you can be a lover. And I thought, hey, you've become a love warrior. Um, right on. Because you use love as a weapon. And yeah. it drives people crazy. And I mean that literally, because yeah. I have lots yes. of fun telling people I love you. <laughs> um, but the other part is, and it doesn't mean you don't have appropriate anger. I mean, it's... it's you know, you're looking to be treated with respect, but you also give that other person the love. And I found as a physician, when I, well, I always loved the term of a young woman. She said, you're my CD. I said, what are you talking about? I'm a CD. She said, you're my chosen dad. Now, that oh. was a suicidal teenager. Wow. You know, changed yeah. her mind. And I can tell you, mm. I've got a lot of chosen kids, um, yeah. you know, who are alive today because I said, I love you. And, right. you know, and I saw that in the office, too, when people were used to the indifference, rejection and abuse, they were expecting it from the doctor, too. You know, I'm not doing a damn thing. I always laughed when a lady lit her cigarette under a non-smoking sign in the waiting room. <laughs> right. So when I come out, because she's the next patient, you know, to ask her to come in, I burst out laughing. And she looks <laughs> at me, aren't you going to yell at me? Aren't you telling me to leave? You know, and I said, right. No. What I'm telling you is I know you need attention. That's why you're acting this way. Come on yes. in. You know, I care yes. about you. And yes. what I saw was in several months' time, they began to realize I meant it, you know, that they were worth something. And that's why I was devoting myself to them. And they began to take care of themselves. And Bernie, back when you started this whole, I want to say a movement right. about, you know, encouraging doctors and patients to pay attention to words we use and not to say to someone who is diagnosed with a specific cancer that you've only got three months right. or six months to live. Did you get a lot of pushback from the medical community for making that kind of a stance? Well, the medical profession was always telling me I'm blaming my patients. See, that was a misinterpretation of my getting into people's lives. You know, why might you be sick now? How do you feel right. about living, you know, and surviving? Right. Because yeah. I, I sent a letter to 100 people saying, you want to live a longer, better life, come to a meeting. The secretary was supposed to put in the letter, this is only for the people from our office who received the letter. She forgot. I thought mm -hmm. two or 300 people would show up. I mean, if you had cancer and you got a letter saying, you want to live a longer, better life, wouldn't you call everybody you know with cancer? And say, yes. You know? yes. And less than a dozen women showed up. And mm. so I realized I don't know my patients. I don't know mm -hmm. their will to live. And again, it had to do with blame, guilt, shame. You know, if I said, here, read a book, draw a picture, um, answer questions about your life. It was, well, I'm not an artist. I don't have time for a book. I, right. I don't want to get into questions about my life. You know, that's not survival behavior. And what I learned was, and why I started this, is because a patient of mine at a meeting run by Carl Simonton back in the 70s. Sure, sure. You know, getting well again um, yes he i thought this was a me medical meeting it's run by a doctor to help cancer patients i was yeah. the only doctor at 125 people in the room i couldn't believe it there's not wow. one single physician here yeah. to learn yeah. anything from you know from a physician but right. this is the quote from one of my patients 
see, then they were sitting next to me, no desk to separate us. That's a, that right. led me, and I would say this to every doctor who might be listening to this or lawyer or anybody else, put your desk against the wall. Don't separate yourself from the people who come into your office. That's what I do. Uh, yes. Um, but anyway, um, this is a young woman with breast cancer turned to me. She said, you know, you're a nice guy. I feel better when I'm in the office with you, but I can't take you home with me. So I need to know how to live between office visits. Oh. That was like saving my life because I thought, gee, if I can help people live, I'm not a failure anymore. You know, I may yeah. not cure their disease, but I'm not failing them. I'm helping them live. And, of course, to make a long story short, you start enjoying your life. I mean, here are two true stories, okay, and what yeah. happens to you. I, I think I, I have only a month or two to live, so I'm going to Colorado to die in the mountains. It's beautiful there. Right. I said to his family privately, call me when he dies. I'll come to the funeral because I feel very close to him. Mm. A year goes by. There's no phone call. <laughs> right. I am really annoyed at the family for ignoring me. <laughs> for, so hey, Bernie, Bernie, hold on. We've we're, we're, uh, got to go to a break. We'll come back and finish this story. Bernie Siegel, Dr. Bernie Siegel, his newest book, The Art of Healing, Uncovering Your Inner Wisdom and Potential for Self-Healing. It's such a pressure, pleasure to have Bernie back on the show. We had him in the mid-90s. We've got him back today. Listen to his stories. They always are filled with wisdom and joy at the same time. Uh, for more information on Bernie Siegel, go to BernieSiegelMD.com. BernieSiegelMD.com. But Bernie's coming back. He's going to stay there. We'll have him at the end of this really quick break. Great to have you on board. I'm David Essel. Our website, TalkDavid.com. Stay right there. why you struggle with money or why creating deep love is so challenging or why losing weight and keeping it off is such a struggle hi i'm iheart radio host and author david essel for 22 years we have helped thousands of people figure out the why to their life challenges and then create a plan that leads to lifelong success if you're ready contact me at talkdavid.com today our one-on-one sessions are so effective that you will absolutely create the life you desire and programs begin as low as 100 hours one-on-one with me david essel at talkdavid.com Need toner? The Toner Kings sells all leading brands of toner cartridges to hundreds of businesses across the country. And Fortune 500 companies like Lockheed Martin, American Red Cross, and Excellus Blue Cross, just to name a few. Just head online to thetonerkings.com. Order toner and save up to 60% off dealer pricing with their 100% guarantee. You can try a new cost-effective toner solution with no risk. Visit thetonerkings.com. Mention you heard this ad on XM Radio and get an additional 20% off your first toner order. When I began working with David Essel, I was a single mom, completely disempowered and living in fear. Clients who have worked one-on-one with Master Life Coach David Essel are learning how to change their lives. And now, just one year later, I am the executive director of a nonprofit and really feeling my power in the world. Their success has come from focus and accountability with David, and the same can happen for you. Life coaching programs start at under $200, so visit TalkDavid.com. That's TalkDavid.com. 
A dependency on alcohol, food, drugs, spending, or sex can destroy our attitude, motivation, and our relationships. If you're tired of the struggle with any dependency or addiction, today is the day to get focused on your healing. I'm David Essel, XM Radio host, author, and master life coach. For over 20 years, we have helped people quickly release dependencies that have held them back for years. Freedom awaits. If you desire freedom, contact me now at talkdavid.com. I'm personally in recovery for several addictions, and life free of these is amazing. Let's do it together. You're never alone in our proven programs. Today, make it happen at talkdavid.com. Office machines and toner are a fact of life in every business. But if you're emptying your bank account to buy toner, it's time for a better solution. Keep more of your money with the Toner Kings. Just head online to thetonerkings.com, order toner, and save up to 60% off dealer prices. You'll find all the leading toner brands to fit your office machines. And you can trust thetonerkings.com. They supply toner for organizations like the American Red Cross, Excellus Blue Cross Blue Shield, and Lockheed Martin. And they've been a leading toner supplier for over 18 years. Thetonerkings.com offers a 100% guarantee on every product. So there's no risk in trying a new toner solution. And there's no waiting either. Shipping is fast and always free with the Toner Kings. Stop emptying your wallet to restock your toner supply. Get free shipping and save up to 60% off typical toner prices. It's that simple. So why not shop where the Fortune 500 companies get their toner? Only at thetonerkings.com. Visit thetonerkings.com today. That's thetonerkings.com. Life is short and it's getting shorter every day. Are you finished procrastinating over your biggest goals in life? Would you like to finally make a lot more money or lose that extra fat? It's time to stop talking about goals and actually achieve them. Master Life Coach David Essel can help you accomplish your biggest goals in life. Register today for any of David's life coaching plans at TalkDavid.com and get an extra session with David absolutely free. Visit TalkDavid.com today. Millions of women right now are needlessly suffering from dependencies to food, alcohol, smoking, and prescription medicines. These dependencies can age a woman's face by 10 years or more and destroy her chances of ever experiencing a deep, connective love relationship. Heal with Master Addiction Recovery Coach David Essel's one-on-one recovery program. Register today for any of David's life coaching plans at TalkDavid.com and get an extra session with David absolutely free. That's TalkDavid.com. You're tuned in to David Essel Alive, America's positive radio show. Like us on Facebook and listen to hundreds of inspirational archive shows at talkdavid.com. Now here's your host, Mr. Motivation, David Essel. And my guest is Bernie Siegel with his uh, newest book, The Art of Healing, Uncovering Your Inner Wisdom and Potential for Self-Healing. Bernie, just before the break, you were telling a story about a client that... went to um, Colorado. Colorado, yeah. uh, Up in the mountains. And I called a year later, uh, angry that they didn't invite me to the funeral, and he answered the phone. And he said, (laughs) it was so beautiful here, I forgot to die. And... um, (laughs) But you see, there are people in Colorado, literally, when I tell that story there, who say, why did it help him coming here? I said, I think you need to move to Florida. Right. Because when people accept their mortality, uh, here's another letter I got. The doctor said I had two months to live. This time I felt so bad I agreed with him. So I went home, bought a dog, put in a backyard wildlife habitat, laughed more, took some vitamins, 
And it goes on and finishes with, I didn't die, now I'm so busy, I'm killing myself, help, where do I go from here? And I told her to take a nap. But you see, the thing people have to realize is our body chemistry is altered by our emotions. When you're depressed, your immune function goes down, stress hormone levels go up. When you're in a, and I mean, just acting, if you're in a comedy, uh, it doesn't even have to be your real life then, again, you're laughing, immune function up, stress hormone levels down. And studies have now been done. Cancer patients who laugh for no apparent reason live longer than the control group who didn't laugh multiple times a day. And, you know, the other is part of, to get back to the book for a second, the art of healing. There are 70 drawings in it, plus a lot of words and comments from me, like you mentioned, talking. I have an article on my website, Deceiving People into Health because Mm. I realized how powerful my words were. So, you know, I used them to help people. I always say, if I lied to you and you got better, would you be upset? You know, because (laughs) what people believe is what happens to them. You know, when medical errors are made and people are not given the treatment, I know cases where the doctors did not know for a month until a routine inspection that they hadn't treated anybody for cancer. Wow. And they were telling me how terrible they felt. I said, excuse me, you would have known you weren't treating people. So they had tumor shrinking and side effects of what they thought you know, right. they were getting. That right. blew their minds. It never occurred yeah. to them that that's why they didn't know they weren't being treated, because the patients had all the side effects. And Jung, uh, probably 90 years ago, Carl Jung, interpreted a dream and correctly diagnosed a brain tumor. And when I started working with drawings, because of things Elizabeth Kubler-Ross questioned about my life from an abstract drawing of an outdoor scene I did, I thought, this is incredible. So I went to the hospital with crayons and got people drawing pictures. And I could see anatomy in the pictures. I mean, these are not people who know anatomy, but right. portrayed it in other, you know, in other symbols, a tree, a stream, a boat. I mean, I'd look at it and say, wow. And I used it. And then, you see, the hospital became fascinated. I did a lot of children's surgery and made coloring books for the kids because Mm. they realized how much information we were getting from the kids and also how powerful our words were. I mean that literally. With children, you say you're going to sleep and you go in the operating room. Believe it or not, the kids fell asleep as they were wheeled into the operating room. And it, it, I, I couldn't believe it. You know, I, yes. I'm thinking of anesthesia. But I, right. I, that's why I began to use deception to help them. You know, even rub them with an alcohol sponge, say it'll numb your skin. And a third yes. of the people are totally, you know, anesthetized by my words. And I have to say, the, the humorous part, some of the kids would start screaming at me when I picked them up to put them on the operating table. And I'd say, what are you yelling at me for? Because you told me I'd sleep, and I'd sleep on my stomach, and you're turning me over. (laughs) (laughs) And, you know, again, I keep saying, act and behave as if you're the person you want to be. You you have there, there's something that you've created, which I thought was awesome, Bernie, and that is the seagull kit. Oh yeah. Oh, with the a a squirt gun. I saw it in a practical sense. If you go to the hospital, I tell people, or I tell hospitals, create a seagull kit, give it to all admissions. You want a magic marker. Why? Because if you're having breast surgery or any kind, you write, cut here, not this one stupid on the other side. Right. Um, 
I mean, I've even had patients write, don't mow the lawn above their pubic hair. <laughs> but, you know, it, it creates family in the operating room because everybody laughs. Uh, yes. You want a noisemaker, this isn't funny because it's such a standard reaction. A woman went to visit her sister and told me this. She said, I, I told my sister I need to talk to her. My sister pushed the call button. I said, what's wrong with you? I need to talk to you. Yeah, I know. Now we'll have an hour of uninterrupted silence. Right. Now, you know, that's right. not a joke. I know people yeah. are dead today if they didn't have a roommate. So bring a noise sure. to attract sure. attention. The third yeah. was a water gun. And the teenager uh, introduced me to that because he was in the hospital to die. But he would close his door to talk with his girlfriend and his family when they came to visit. And, you know, it's a hospital. People would go in for stupid reasons. I need to check your temperature. I have yeah. to empty the wastebasket. And he would drench them with a high-powered water gun. <laughs> and over his bed, by the way, was a sign that said, intern shot on sight. And uh, <laughs> when he died, the mother handed the gun to the nurses. And they gave mm. it to other children to empower them. Yes. You see, because they would yeah. say, if anybody hurts you, you can use it. And last but not least, I would include what I call vital signs. Take some blank pieces of paper or cardboard with you. So that, again, like that boy, if you said, I want to take a nap, I want to be with my family, put a sign on the door. Say, don't, right. do not disturb. Talking to family, meditating, you know, resting, whatever it is. Um, and let people know that you're, you want to be treated with respect. And, you know, I didn't think of it, but I would add this, too. Put, bring a baby picture of yourself with you and put it next to your bed. So when people come in and say, oh, who's the cute kid? Say me. You know, then it's to get to know you as a person. Yes. I always yes. say, don't be a good patient. A submissive sufferer is a definition of a good patient. And you will mm. die more likely from medical errors than the person who's driving everybody yeah. crazy. So right. they're not a disease or a room number. Hey, Bernie, be, before we go any further, we have two minutes until the bottom of the half hour. We have to go to another break. Can you stay for a couple minutes, or are you on a timeline to go? Well, if sure, I'll charge you for it, but I'll do it. That's fine. It, it'll, be worth, <laughs> it'll be worth the payment. <laughs> hey, hey in, uh, a minute and 30 seconds before the break. Are medical schools open to teaching more of what uh, you know? No. I mean, it, it's slowly improving, but I, I'm groaning because... I say to a class of medical students, draw yourself working as a doctor. And I put those two of them, the two extremes in the book. The one extreme is there's not a human being in the picture. And the instructions are draw yourself working as a doctor. It's all yeah. equipment. All the other kids, like 98%, draw themselves sitting behind a desk with a diploma on the wall and no patients. One mm. boy was kneeling in front of a lady in a wheelchair handing her a tissue. See, that's what mm. doctors have to understand. That's being a doctor. He's not touching her with a stethoscope. He's got his arm around her and handing her a tissue. Mm. And uh, that's what we have to realize. Treat the person and their experience. Not, I'm depressed, here's a pill. You know, right. why are you depressed? What's going on in your life? You know, when you look mm. at medical ads, they're not about the people. They're about the disease. The see? conditions, yes. Yeah. That's so right. Bernie, okay, hang in there. We're going to go to All a right. quick break. We're talking with Bernie Siegel, author of his newest book, The Art of Healing, Uncovering Your Inner Wisdom and Potential for Self-Healing 
BernieSiegelMD.com is the website. Check that out as well, BernieSiegelMD.com. And don't forget that as of just about a half an hour from now, this entire interview will be archived on our site, TalkDavid.com. So if your friends have missed this interview with Bernie Siegel, they can check it out then. And we're going to come back and talk about animals and healing. I want to talk more about dreams, too. I'm David Essel. Our website, TalkDavid.com. Stay there. tuned in to David Essel Alive, America's positive radio show. Like us on Facebook and listen to hundreds of inspirational archive shows at talkdavid.com. Now here's your host, Mr. Motivation, David Essel. Yes, and our guest, Bernie Siegel, who I had a pleasure the very first time of hearing him speak in the uh, in the late, mid to late 80s at Stevens Point, Wisconsin, which we were uh, remembering a little bit earlier in our interview, his newest book, The Art of Healing, Uncovering Your Inner Wisdom and Potential for Self-Healing. Before we go to animals and some other things, Bernie, a question I have is what do you think, with, with people like you who have been out there spreading this message of personal healing and the ability for the person to be responsible for their own healing and emotional healing and a doctor becoming an emotional healer as well as a physical healer what will it take for schools and traditional medicine to change well I was just thinking I always say to patients if you want a good doctor ask your doctor are you criticized by patients family and nurses and the best ones always say yes you see Mm. they're being coached also because they are tourists they're not natives they don't know the territory that the patient is living in. Right. And so they listen to the patients and the nurses and their family too. And I, I used to think I was the worst doctor in the hospital till the nurse explained to me, no, we know you're listening. So we tell you when there's something you can do better. And I thought, Oh, okay. Wow. We don't talk to people who make excuses. It's pointless. You know, they never listen. Yes. I'd say doctors need to learn from those they're caring for, and to learn the importance of compassion, because patients who feel treated with compassion get better sooner. And I have to add one other thing that you were mentioning. See, what creates human nature, what you were talking about at the break, is parental love. The biggest public health problem on the planet is parental love. If you don't feel loved by your parents, then you are self-destructive. And at one study of Harvard students, if they, those who didn't feel loved by their parents, 98% had suffered a major illness by middle age. See, wow. that's when it's not about whether you're smoking and eating the wrong food. It's self-destructive. It's addictions, all those things. And the kids who said, I was loved, only 25% had an illness. Because if you have grown up with love, then you care about yourself. You know, you think mm-hmm. about what am I eating, exercising, you know, then the information makes a difference. But if you grow up with no inspiration, with guilt, shame, and blame, and here's another quote, my mother's words were eating away at me and maybe gave me cancer. See? Wow. You're dressed in dark clothing by your mother so nobody will see you or notice yeah. you. You're told yeah. you're a failure. You embarrass her. I mean, you know, you're killing yourself with mm. your, 
you know, what you eat and do and so forth. And fortunately, with her husband's help and mine, you know, when she developed cancer, as she said, I went out and bought a red dress and red high heel shoes. And she said, you gave me permission to be the person I was meant to be. I told her, you don't need permission. And I would say that right. more to the women also. To the men, I'd say there are reasons for living besides work. You have a family. You have relationships. Yeah. And to the women, I'd say take care of yourself. Don't stay alive until the kids leave home, you see, and then you die. I mean, think right. about yourself and, and invest in your life and care for yourself just the way you would one of your children. Yeah. Let's, let's talk about animals and healing. Yes. Well, I mean, you know, just talk, use the word relationships. Study in Australia, have a heart attack, go home to a house with a dog. A year later, 5% of the people died. No dog in the house, 26% died. Yes. I just read a study where if you have cats in the house, you have a 25% less chance of having a heart attack in the first place. So when you have relationships, and even to plants in some studies, you know, where mm-hmm. people in nursing home were responsible for the plants in their room and across the hall were decorating your room. Who lived longer? The ones who had responsibility for another living thing. Right. So, you know, all this enters into our life and survival. And, uh, you know, it's, it's again, um, well, another gene uh, study. Loneliness affects the genes that control immune function. So, you know, if you're lonely, and I, I separate that from alone. I mean, there are people yes. who can be alone and not lonely. But if yes. you're lonely, then you're much more vulnerable. And that's why I used to ask people, what's going on in your life? What's happened the last couple of years? And doctors right. would say, oh, you're blaming your patients, telling them, you know, that's why they got sick. I said, no, I'm trying to help them get well. So, right on. You know, a loved one died. They moved across the country. They lost their job. We have to look at all those things and not just, you know, here's a pill or you need an operation. But how do we heal your life? And again, the animals are great teachers. Um, I always mm. say the animals and children are living in the moment. Here's a quote. <laughs> I, I laugh because <laughs> this did not have a bad end result. But uh, one of our children at age seven said, I need an x-ray. I said, what are you talking about? I said, my leg hurts. I said, so take a hot bath. You know, you must have bumped it. I need an x-ray. Right. See, that's the intuitive. Here's a seven-year-old. What the hell does he know about x-rays? Right. He, had, he had a tumor that looked like a sarcoma. And oh. so I'm thinking, you'll lose a leg, you'll be dead in a year. I was a mess. Yeah. The day after the x-ray and before surgery, he came to me. He said, can I talk to you for a minute, Dad? I said, yeah, what is it? You're handling this poorly. Now that's oh, my gosh. talking to his father. He then gave me a therapy session because we have five kids, about, you know, we don't want to sit in our room depressed. We want to go out in the yard and play. What is the matter with you? And fortunately, he had an extremely rare but benign tumor. That, that, you know, something that's very painful but benign. But anyway, I mean, that's the part you learn from the kids and the animals. They're having a nice day. And as I say, when you have nice days, your body gets the chemical message. I always say I've had to summarize every damn thing I had to tell people. It would be love your life and love your body. See, if it gets the message, I love my life, then amazing things happen. I mean, it's always hard for me not to share stories, but uh, because there's a poem which says childless about cancer, childless women get it, men when they retire. It's as if there had to be an outlet for their foiled creative fire by W.H. Auden. 
A retiring right. landscaper has an ulcer. It's ultimately biopsied, cancer. I operate. I tell him I can't cure you. He said, you know, you need more treatment. He said, you forgot something. What did I forget? It's springtime. Going to go home and make the world beautiful, so when I die, I leave a beautiful world. Wow. He, he left not trying to avoid dying, just right. to make the world beautiful. Six yeah, and years to live. later, he showed up. Well, he didn't show up, but, I mean, the nurse handed me his chart first. And I said, he's dead. We have two people with the same name. She said, open the door. So I opened the door, and John said, I have a hernia from lifting boulders in my landscape business. He lived to 94. Oh, my gosh. never came back. I mean, he gave up his life after his wife died. You know, it was like, okay, it lost meaning then. But, you know, I have the path report. You know, if a doctor said to me, oh, no, you must have gotten it out, or you didn't have it in the first place. No, I've got the pathology report. I didn't cure him. But where the hell did it go? And that's why, you see, the term, it's about our potential. And the term that really gets the point across in Solzhenitsyn's book, Cancer Ward, he doesn't talk about a spontaneous remission or a miracle. One of the men says, look, it says in this book I found in the medical library, there are cases of self-induced healing, not recovery through treatment, but healing. Right. And it was, oh, a rainbow-colored butterfly fluttered out of the book. Now, Mm. that's the secret. The butterfly is your symbol of transformation. What are you transforming? You're getting your life in order, the rainbow. Because literally yes. every color has meaning. I mean, I was right. talking to the manager. I don't know if you have stop and shop where you are, but they changed their shirts from red and white to purple and yellow on the employees. Yellow mm-hmm. is energy. All the clerks have it. Purple is spiritual. All the managers have it. And I was telling one of the managers this the other day, and he was looking at me like, wow, is that right? Yeah, because as a customer, you walk up to somebody with a purple shirt on, you feel a hell of a lot better than somebody who's got this red, passionate color. Because, right. you know, you're not thinking the manager loves me. You know, it's more <laughs> like I'm going to have conflict and trouble, you know, right. changing what I bought that was no good and that sort of thing. And white yeah. is just a cover-up. It's a blank, you mm-hmm. see, because, again, if you were depressed and you made gray, you're covering it up. If you make pink out of red, you're covering up your feelings. So, you know, the the blank, yeah, is an opportunity. I always say, if you think of it as a blank canvas, then you can create a work of art out of yourself. But all these colors have meaning, and, and they're universal meaning anywhere on the planet. It's, you know, like the mythology where there are themes. And I keep saying to people, look for themes. If you right. come across the same theme, I always say, like, AA will tell you, fake it till you make it, and see yep. talking about act as if, behave as if. So, you know, you can find something in the Bible and from Buddha and wherever, and if you find that common message, say, hey, this must work, I'll go and do it. Bernie Siegel, the newest books, The Art of Healing, Uncovering Your Inner Wisdom and Potential for Healing. Visit his website as well, BernieSiegelMD.com. Bernie, it's been a long time since I've had you on the show, but it's great reconnecting, and I hope we can do this again. Well, we should, and give yourself credit, too. You know, it's harder to get the men to get involved in lives and doing the kinds of things you're doing. So give yourself a pat on the back, and I'd say to all your listeners, what you see in others resides in you. So if you think I'm inspiring, it's because there's inspiration in you, and then David or I can bring it out if we coach you. That's right. Amen to that, Bernie. Have a beautiful night. 
God bless you. Okay, thanks. Thank you. Okay, thank you. Bernie Siegel, BernieSiegelMD.com. Check it out, his new book, The Art of Healing. I am so glad that you're taking the time to listen to the show for 23 years. Our whole purpose has been to inspire you to do what's necessary to heal at whatever level you want to, mentally, emotionally, physically, financially. You go get it, boys and girls. More to come after this break. Our website, TalkDavid.com. I'll be reading your emails, answering them on the air in a moment. Stay there. why you struggle with money or why creating deep love is so challenging or why losing weight and keeping it off is such a struggle hi i'm iHeartRadio radio host and author david Absol. for 22 years we have helped thousands of people figure out the why to their life challenges and then create a plan that leads to lifelong success if you're ready contact me at talkdavid.com today our one-on-one sessions are so effective that you will absolutely create the life you desire and programs begin as low as 100 hours one-on-one with me david essel at talkdavid.com The new year is upon us, and it's time. Time to start living the life you've always dreamed of. I'm David Essel, XM radio host and author of the new free book, The Power of Focus, at TalkDavid.com. We're giving away 1 million copies of The Power of Focus, and it's free at TalkDavid.com. You deserve your desires. Get your free book, The Power of Focus, today at TalkDavid.com. For 21 years, positive talk radio equals David Essel Alive. Listen on XM 168 every Saturday, 6 to 9 Eastern, 3 to six Pacific. Office machines and toner are a fact of life in every business. But why pay high dealer prices for your toner cartridges? Call the Toner Kings. They sell all toner cartridges for up to 60% less. The Toner Kings have been in business for over 18 years, and they offer free shipping and a 100% quality guarantee on every purchase. So head online to thetonerkings.com. That's thetonerkings.com. Mention you heard this ad on XM Radio and get an additional 20% off your first toner or order. Every man knows the importance of accomplishing goals regarding money, sex, fitness, and career. So which of these areas would you love to really excel at? Making more money, enhancing your sex life, getting a lean, strong body, or a better career? Master Life Coach David Essel has helped millions of men create the life of their dreams, and he's ready to do the same for you. Work with David one-on-one from anywhere in the USA. Right now, visit TalkDavid.com. You deserve what you desire. That's TalkDavid.com. Creating a daily focus on your spiritual path ultimately brings us to peace of mind, an amazing gift we get to give ourselves every day. I'm David Essel, author and master life coach. If you desire that inner peace, contact me now at talkdavid.com. Let's work together to create a plan to help you get the peace you deserve. If you're serious about life change, we want to work with you. Contact me at talkdavid.com. That's talkdavid.com. It's time for change, and I can help you get there at talkdavid.com. Is your relationship operating at its highest potential, or is it faltering and you see yourselves drifting farther and farther apart? Or are you single right now, trying to figure out what went wrong in the past so you can finally find and keep deep love? Let Master Life Coach David Essel help you resurrect or save your current relationship, or help prepare you to find the love you desire today. Visit TalkDavid.com to read the testimonials about David's work. Love is the answer. Let today be the day. Visit TalkDavid.com. Do you often feel like you've hit a dead end in life? Like no matter what you do, the challenges just keep coming back over and over again? 
Well, maybe it's time you read the inspirational book, Rockstar, Finding God's Purpose for Your Life. Rockstar, David Essel's sixth top-selling book, is a powerful parable that will give you the inspirational tools and strength needed to finally bring your life to a whole new level. Order Rockstar by David Essel for only $7.95 at Amazon.com or BarnesandNoble.com today. The powerful book, offering a positive lift in our ever-challenging world. What do you really want out of life? What would make you really happy? I'm David Essel, author of the new free book, The Power of Focus, yours at talkdavid.com. We're giving away 1 million copies of The Power of Focus free at talkdavid.com. You deserve your desires. Get your free book, The Power of Focus, today at talkdavid.com. For 21 years, positive talk radio equals David Essel alive. Listen on XM 168 every Saturday, 6 to 9 Eastern, 3 to 6 Pacific. America's positive radio show. Like us on Facebook and listen to hundreds of inspirational archive shows at talkdavid.com. Now here's your host, Mr. Motivation, David Essel. Oh yeah, here with your emails now. 1-800, our toll-free number, 1-800-548-TALK, 800-548-TALK. Uh, you can text us during the show, 941-266-7676, 941-266-7676. If you do not know... We're giving away a million copies of our latest book, The Power of Focus, for free at the website, talkdavid.com. Here is a question regarding this. Uh, I read your book, The Power of Focus. I used to watch TV news every day from 6.30 to 7.30 in the morning. Now I love the silence and exercises you give in your book. But my husband still has a TV on daily, and it's distracting my new rituals. Can you help here? Absolutely. Number one, try a separate room. You know, like if you have an extra room of the house that so you can shut the door, put earplugs in, that all works. Number one. Number two, go outdoors. If you're in a, uh, an area of the country where you can be outdoors, do your morning rituals outdoors without any distraction at all. Or the last option I would have for you would be to leave the house early and do them in the car. You know, like if you have to sit in the car for 20 minutes outside of work or a half an hour outside of work and do that kind of stuff, that would work too. You can remember, get the book free at talkdavid.com. Um, oh, this is interesting. How do you deal? Oh, this is perfect. This is ex-wife, ex-husband, or what we like to say is former wife, former husband. Um, how do you deal with an ex-wife who texts you challenging, backstabbing stuff every day? She is telling friends how I'm dating a hooker, interesting, how I spend money on her, my girlfriend, and not our kids. She tells my kids that I only love my girlfriend. It has turned into a text war. I'm so angry with her. Ideas would be helpful. I'm going to tell you there's only one answer to this, and it's probably going to be the most difficult thing that you could ever do, uh, the most difficult thing that you could ever imagine doing, and that would be to disengage to absolutely disengage from the text war that you're talking about. You know, when in, in our book, Phoenix Soul, there's a line that I wrote. It's called, all battles end with one combatant left. And it's really true. Every battle that you'll ever face in life will end when you disengage. And it doesn't mean it's going to end 
instantly. It doesn't mean that if you're in a family war with a brother or sister over your parents' estate and you're going back and forth with texts that just when you stop three days later, it's all going to be better. It won't. Or with a former husband, wife, lover, and you have children, just because you stop doesn't mean it's going to end. If there's a way that they can engage you again in battle, they will. They're going to wait and see how long you can hold it out. But if you can continue to hold out, and don't worry that she's calling your girlfriend a hooker, whatever. Just let that go. Don't, don't, don't defend yourself. Just absolutely let go. And when you can disengage, you will find peace of mind eventually on your part. Now, you're going to be tempted over and over and over again. And she may come at you from different angles, which is so common. Continue to disengage. Okay? (laughs) Unbelievably powerful. It really is. 800-548-TALK and Texas 941-266-7676. This text just came in from a member of our text club, as a matter of fact. Um, You talk about amino acids for energy. What do you take? Yes. Let me tell you something. The, The amino acid tyrosine. First thing in the morning on an empty stomach is probably one of the most powerful supplements you can take for clarity of mind right away in the morning. Tyrosine. Uh, I'm not a doctor. I can't prescribe, but I can tell you that I take 750 milligrams to 1,500 milligrams first thing in the morning, along with vitamin C and thistlein and some other supplements right at my bedside. And tyrosine is fantastic for helping with clarity and energy first thing in the morning. Now, if you are taking antidepressants or any mood-stabilizing drug, check with your doctor first before you go and start taking amino acids. It's not going to be helpful for you to take these supplements unless your doctor has cleared that there's no contraindication with the medication you're on. So I want to say this again, any energy supplements, any amino acids that are used for energy or clarity or focus or balance should not be taken if you're taking anti-anxiety or antidepressant or any mood-altering medication. Check with your doctor first. That's a disclaimer on my part. one 800 We're getting more texts coming in. one 800 I have not heard you talk about weight loss in a while. I've hit a plateau with my own weight loss. I've lost 60 pounds in six months. That's awesome. 10 pounds a month. That's fantastic. For the last two months, there's been no changes. I'm not sure what I'm doing wrong. And the only thing you're doing wrong is what you said in the beginning. You had a plateau which means you got to change everything up, change it all up. Like do totally, if, if you're working out at a gym, it doesn't say what you're doing to lose the weight, but let me assume that you're exercising and eating well. Okay, so number one, change your cardio. Do totally different exercises that you would normally never do. Number two, utilize, like let's say you're doing 40 minutes of cardio a day, which is pretty much the minimal that you'd want to do, 30 to 40 minutes of cardio a day. So maybe you're doing it on the treadmill or on a bike. So instead of doing that, do 10 minutes on a treadmill, 10 minutes on elliptical, 10 minutes on a row machine. In other words, radically change it up. If you're not doing weight equipment, get someone to train you how to utilize weight. You're going to increase lean muscle tissue. When you increase lean muscle tissue, you'll be able to burn more calories even while you're sleeping. Uh, if you are using weights and you're used to using really light weights, 
then go ahead and shift it and use much heavier weights, but get guidance from someone that knows what they're doing. Okay? 800-548-8255. Last one is about being single. I've been single for the last four years now, 32-year-old woman. You know the story, David. My mom, my friends, my neighbors say that I'm absolutely gorgeous and how can I be alone? I look in the mirror and ask the same question. Isn't that awesome? I love the fact that you have high self-esteem, number one. Um, Several people have recommended the dating sites, but I think they're absolutely bogus. However, being alone this long and this great of a catch, I know I'm doing something wrong. Yes, try the sites. Oh, my gosh, right? Try the sites. Try the dating sites, uh, Match.com or eHarmony. Try them all. Listen, if what you're doing is not working, if you've been alone for four years and you want to be in a relationship, you've got to do things that you don't think will work. Because it's in that stretching of doing things that you don't think will work, you might just find the answer you're looking for. Listen, for all of our listeners, if I can ever help you in the situation in life, email me at talkdavid.com. For 20-plus years, we've helped thousands of people get on the path that they've always wanted to be on. So email me, talkdavid.com. I'll do the same for you. Remember, until next Saturday, be bold, be strong, be positive. Sending you love. This is David Essel. Until then, be good. Are you tired of letting a dependency on a substance, relationship, or behavior hold you back in life? Would you like to finally be free, energized, living life with power and joy? For 20 years, addiction recovery coach David Essel has helped thousands of people become free of all types of dependencies and addictions through his one-on-one private holistic addiction recovery program. Here are just a few of David's success stories. Howard, free from alcohol after 30 years of use. Laura, 13-year smoker, finally free. Linda, pain pill addicted, 10 years, now free. Ben, addicted to love and sex, 10 years, free. And Patty, a food addict for 25 years, free, and she lost 80 pounds. David Essel's one-on-one holistic addiction recovery program really works. Visit TalkDavid.com right now. Isn't it time you enjoyed freedom from a dependency or addiction to private one-on-one holistic addiction recovery at TalkDavid.com. Finally, become free of any addiction one-on-one now at TalkDavid.com.